What's the best lead magnet for your design firm, for your architecture, landscape architecture firm? Is it putting out a PDF ebook available on your website? You trade someone's email address. Is it a video training series? Is it a guidebook or a checklist or perhaps your portfolio? Well, it's actually all of them and it's none of them. Let me explain. Giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace, and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients, this is From Architecture to Profitecture. I'm your host, Jay Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitex, hello. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about the best lead magnet usually online, when, when we talk about the, the idea of having a lead magnet, a monkey's fist, as it's sometimes called, an opt-in. Before we jump into it, I just want to say thank you for watching. Thanks for coming back. Um, coming off two weeks, actually, a two-week break from the podcast, a week quarantining with, with my family down at the beach. The little kiddos love the beach. And then another week with my wife. Early celebration of a 10-year wedding anniversary. And I hope that we're halfway through this crazy, crazy year that you're taking time, whether it's a little extra time with your family or socially distanced with friends or heck, just a mental health day to, to get away from, from the day-to-day -day project work and take care of yourself. I hope you are taking care of yourself and those around you and that you're all safe. And I'm glad you're here. Let's dive into the best league manual. I mentioned a few different uh, media at the, in the intro here and while all of those can work, the medium actually isn't the most important thing. It's really not anywhere near the most critical piece of what's the best way to attract your potential ideal clients. Now, as you're thinking about online content, whether you're a solopreneur, solo practitioner, doing this all yourself, or you've got some VA help, or you've got a small team, or heck, even, even a big team with a dedicated marketing department, you may have felt, or you might feel now that you're on something of this, this hamster wheel of, of online content creation where the biggest, the biggest ideas that you need to put forward are, are that of you know, giving value and educating and teaching about the profession and teaching about what we do because um, the layman just, they don't understand what we do. They didn't go to school to study design as we did. Their minds have been corrupted by HGTV and, and the like on, how simplified and honestly behind the scenes we are as design professionals and that our, our role is, is often minimal on a project compared to the owner input and the contractor's labor. So I can understand how you might think that and in struggling and in, in going around and around creating this content for Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and sharing industry articles, there's often this disconnect when it, when it comes time for the sale, when it comes time to put that proposal forward and the client looks at that number or they look at the scope of work or they look at all the, the industry jargon that, that we like to, in many cases, have to include in our design contracts and that they, there's a disconnect with that value. Even though you've spent all this time creating, writing articles and creating videos, and maybe doing a podcast on teaching 
teaching our clients what we do and how we do it, there's still that there's still that friction when it comes down to the actual sale to getting to getting that signature on the contract. There's often that friction, and you know the the reason for that is is that there's there's also a disconnect between the media that you're putting out there and the discussion of that value. I mean, how you describe your value because it's not just it's not just the what to do and the how to do. It's not just the design process of concept schematic, DDCD, CA. People buy from people at the end of the day. And I know I've said this on multiple podcast episodes. At the end of the day, people buy from people. They don't, they don't buy from um, the diplomas on your wall. They don't buy from the letters after your last name on your business card. So creating content that attracts your ideal clients, it's got nothing to do with, with a missing strategy or a hidden tactic that you haven't heard of yet or some tweaks to your to the profiles on all these different social media platforms. It's, it's none of that. In fact, the, the most powerful content that you can put out there gets at the, the identity level, gets at the beliefs that your ideal clients have. There's nothing to do with the aesthetic that they're looking for. It's all in here, pointing to my heart. I really am pointing to my heart and, and in their head. And these beliefs that they have accumulated over their lifetimes, not just from HGTV, but it's certainly a, a particular culprit, but also from recommendations and experiences of their friends and family and neighbors. And in talking to um, potentially other design professionals or other professionals completely unrelated who may have had good, bad, or indifferent experiences with an architect or a landscape architect. But when your content can really unearth those values, can, can show that you understand um, rather the, the beliefs that, that they have on what we do and how much we should charge and how, how involved we should be, not just in the construction process, but sometimes in the design process. There's all too many stories of, of potential clients bringing a design to the table and saying, I don't need it designed. I, I just need you to draw it up and make it look architectural. Ouch. Um, when you can get into, into the beliefs and values that they have and start to create content from that perspective, that's where the deeper connection is made. That's where, that's where the sale is made, to be honest with you. Long before you even start to write a proposal or draft up a scope of work or collect that, that deposit invoice, that's really where the sale is made. Now, let's just touch on some of those beliefs. I, I started to here previously, but heck, I've got a whole list of them from, from networking and from talking with my colleagues and then from being in different online forums on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you name it, you know, just, just to rattle off a few here, um, you know, they assume that we're, we're so highly paid that, that, that their project is, is not as involved. So, so maybe they, they can get a discount or they don't need to, don't need to pay on time that our services aren't accessible and affordable to, to everyone that, that they shouldn't even bother calling us that, Maybe the contractor can just handle it, quote unquote, handle it. That goes along the notions of that we're a luxury and not a necessity. And and in trying to scream from the rooftops, hey, we're, we're a necessity on your project. It's not enough just just to say it. We need to we need to show it and, and demonstrate it from a from a deeper level, from an identity level, and connect with what they are trying to achieve, the goals of their project, not just the physical. Um, 
nails and screws and dirt and plants in the ground, but what are they trying to achieve in, in their lives, in their businesses, if you're doing commercial work? So there's a whole, a whole list of, of beliefs that, that tend to irk us as design professionals. And, and those, those are such great starting points for content, for addressing those beliefs and, and well, how, how do we address them? Let's talk about that. We've unearthed some of these, or, and I'm sure you've done it on a weekly, monthly basis of, of emails or calls or conversations that come in that just that irk you or that have you feel less valued than you know you should be. And we all know that, that we should be. So I've identified three general ways here that we can, we can craft content that gets at the level of, of beliefs and of values. Belief busters, or they're many times called thought reversals in, in entrepreneurial circles. And that's not to say calling out that someone is wrong and that you're right. The notion that, that the architect swoops in for a little bit and is not really involved at all in construction, again, as portrayed by HTV, HGTV, I'm going to beat that one to death in this episode. That's just a belief. It's not right or wrong. You just, they're seeing the design process from their side of the table, from their side of the aisle, and we're seeing it from ours. And it's our job to bridge that gap. It's, again, it's not the AIA or ASLA's job to bridge that gap. It's it's our marketing content and it's our networking. That's our conversations. That's that's whose job it is to address that. So when we're we're thinking about reversing their thoughts, reversing their beliefs, taking their beliefs and flipping them on on their heads so that they see it from our side of the table. And there's a lot greater potential for connection and for that contract to be signed at, at the end of the day. It's more a matter of just shifting perspective, uh, discrediting, not saying you're wrong and I'm right because I'm the professional here. Um, it's it's bringing, them, bringing them around to your side of the table as if you were sitting looking at a plan. Actually, that, that's a great metaphor. Let's go into that. When you lay a plan out on the table, do you often flip it around to face your client or do you have it facing you? Is it often better, again, when we can, when we can drop the social distancing to have the client on your side of the table so that they see the plan from your perspective, so that they see your perspective drawings from your perspective? Of course it is. And that's, that's really the, the gist of this kind of content where you're, you're focusing on a specific belief that they have, an industry norm or, um, or a a given belief of our of our potential clients and flipping it on its head so that we're, we're discrediting the belief that they have and they're more open to see it from our side of 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 the table next would be creating a connection telling these telling stories and i as i've outlined in in previous trainings um outside of the podcast the, the notion of micro stories and that's taking that's taking what we do and how we do it and weaving that knowledge into actual stories of our actual clients being able to tell those and and i'm not talking about a, a half hour video saga although you're more than welcome to but certainly not everyone has time to sit down and and watch one of those but it's it's putting these these snippets out online yes on your website maybe they can be a little longer on your website but yes on your website and on facebook and on instagram and on linkedin little glimpses into how you have worked with folks in the past and how you how you connect with your clients at a 
human level, <laughs> not just the scope of work, not just, not just uh, pretty 3D drawings and finished photographs of beautifully pristine spaces, but how you, how you work with clients as person to person. That's, that's a big, that's a big uh, way to, to bond with the identity, have them bond with the identity of you as a designer and, and, and a design firm and for you to relate to them on a, on a personal level, personal level. The last would be how to content. And I know I talked about this at the start of the episode, but there's a big caveat here. It's not just going through a list of this is how we design a, a restaurant space. This is how we come in and measure your house. No, nobody wants to watch that. They may watch it on again, HGTV or, or some other YouTube channel, but in trying to elevate yourself as, as the expert and as the design professional, we need to take our how-to and, and go, blow it through the, the stratosphere. So taking our design process, and hopefully you've, you've given that some sort of, of a title or a name, again, beyond the, the industry norms of, of the design phases, if you can package your design process with a brand name, branded name, and then be able to relate how you address different client problems, whether that's issues of the site or how you look at a space as you're, you're starting to work through a renovation or how you deal with seasonal changes as you're, as you're planning for, for landscape materials. And then how does your design process fit into and solve those problems? It's not just a, creating a list of this is how, you know, you look at a, you get, there's a million YouTube videos of how, how to use a phone and what you do in the settings. Nobody wants to watch that. No one has time to watch how-to videos, honestly, especially if they're at the point where they're searching for a design professional and looking to invest thousands and thousands of dollars in design services. They, they don't want to watch the how-to. They want to know who you are. They want to know that, that, they can, that they can work with you on a personal level, even before they pick up the phone, before you meet in person. So it's how-to, but, but there, there's a twist on it. Um, you're, sh you're showing... Yes, how, how you do what you do, but then how it solves their problems. And that should be the angle rather than just explaining, well, here's the difference between schematic design and design development, and you need it. You need to show how, how the changes in how you approach each design phase will help them, not just this is the way we do it, or this is the way we've always done it. And it's, it's just part of, the, part of the, the scope and part of the pricing, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, so... I hope those three types of pieces were helpful. You know, in the end, the medium doesn't matter. It can be a podcast. It can be a video such as this. Be a video on any of the platforms, YouTube or shorter pieces for Instagram stories or heck, TikTok. <laughs> I haven't gone into TikTok yet. Still, don't plan to. But um, so the, the the medium doesn't matter, but ra rather how you address the content is what matters. That's what's going to attract your ideal client, because the best lead magnet is you. It's you. It's you as the design firm owner. It's you as the leader. It's you as the expert. And when you can showcase that, and not just, not just from the point of here are my credentials and here's what I've done and here's all the beautiful pictures of the work that I've created over the years. No, it's you as the person that you're going to be entering into, honestly, a long-term relationship with typically years when you, when you think about the construction process. So they want to get to know you before 
they they pick up the phone or before they they go out to meet. And this year is such a critical example of why I'm so passionate about online video. I'm actually going to be speaking at it at um, ASLA National Conference later this year, which was recently canceled and pushed all online. It's so critical that we put ourselves out there. And that could be written, but video is my favorite. Um, written, spoken, or, or on video, we need to put ourselves out there as the experts and design professionals long before we list our credentials and show the pretty pictures. It's, it's the best way to make that connection and it's, gonna, it's the best way to, gosh, almost guarantee that, that you're gonna get a referral from at least some of your clients, if not all of them, going down, going down the road here. Hope that was all helpful for you. And to continue on this, I'm giving you a lot of notice, a lot of notice, like six weeks, but um, pencil in on your calendars, August 26th, I am hosting a three-day workshop, actually, all online, all, all taught live, invisible to invaluable. So again, if you've ever felt like you're on this hamster wheel of content creation and you're not getting the traction, yes, in the numbers of followers or subscribers, but also in those phone calls coming in or those inquiry emails or, or web forms. And you wanna be seen as the invaluable uh, member of, of your next project team going forward out of COVID, <laughs> certainly during COVID, but out of COVID, um, then I, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, been working on this, this workshop for a little while. Gonna get a lot more details coming out in say the next two weeks but just pencil in the, the end of August. Um, so that's going to be a to be a three day live session, and we're gonna we're gonna create a content strategy together. Um, so you can go forward and do that. If you've got questions on that, or you <clears throat> want to be put on the, the early early bird list, early early notification list, send me a DM, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram at Jay Krakowski. Again, more details will be coming out from that with with, with the uh, the websites to go to to get registered for that. So any questions, leave me a comment below or again, DM. And until next week, make it a great week. Our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit profitexturebydesign.com slash podcast.